ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਵੈਲਕਮ ਟੂ ਅਨਦਰ ਸੈਗਮੈਂਟ ਆਫ ਖੋਜ ਗੁਰਬਾਨੀਜ਼ ਅਸ਼ਬ ਦ ਡੇ ਆਵਰ ਰੈਸਟੇਸ਼ਨ 52 ਅਖਰੀ ਕੰਪੋਜੀਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਕਬੀਰ ਜੀ ਪੇਜ 340 ਆਫ ਦ ਗੁਰੂ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਰੀਸਾਈਟ ਸਲੋਕਸ 39 ਐਂਡ 40 the recitation begins with the letter sasa from the alphabet sasa soni ka kari sodho ghat parchay ki baat nirodho ghat parchay jo upjay pao pur reha teh tribhavan rao so from sasa the lesson to be gleaned is so nika kari so this is an action that kabir ji is telling us to take and the action is so nika kari nika means to make beautiful what is beautiful it also means small but here the context is beautiful or the most desirable thing to do if you will if you want to think of it that way so he's saying so nika kari so is a reference to that in this case the mind so nika kari make the mind beautiful that's what he is saying so nika kari how sodho sodho means to understand to reflect to shape so what he is saying is that we need to engage with our minds and shape it shape the mind fashion the mind and make it beautiful what that means is shape it into a masterpiece that we spoke about in the previous passages that really is the purpose of life is to take the mind and chisel it sodho so what he's saying is make the mind beautiful by shaping it how do you shape it what is the tool to use to chisel it it is guru wisdom he doesn't say that clearly here but in gurmat that is understood gur bin gyan na hoy so it's about knowledge the tool is knowledge understanding reflection on the mind understanding the nature of the mind as the third patsha says guru amar das ji man ki patri vachi hai pai read the book of your mind that's the scripture to be really read and he goes on to say ghat parcha ki baat baat this is really all about ghat parcha ghat means the heart the core of one's being the inner cave if you will ghat parcha ki baat parcha is familiarity i would say it's intimacy so kabir is saying it is all about intimacy with the mind and how do you get there nirodho restraint 
You have to restrain the mind in order to get to the bottom of it. You see? And ghat parche jo upaje pao ghat parche when you become intimate with the mind or when you get to the bottom of it jo upaje pao then what arises is pao which is generally translated as love but i would add to it a sense of reverence a sense of awe vismad because the mind is manasa milana koi as kabir says and then he says pura raha teh trebavan rao when that feeling of awe and wonder arises it is accompanied by the experience of the presence of trebavan rao the ruler of the universe the creator so make the mind beautiful shape it with good wisdom that's how you make it beautiful and it is a matter of restraining the senses holding it back and then plumbing the depths of one's being ghat par cheki baat and then deep within the heart will arise the sense of vismad and pao and the presence of the creator will be felt and now to the letter kakha kakha khoj pare jo koi jo khoje so bahur na hoi khoj bujje jo kahe bichara khoj bujje jo kare bichara tau pav jal taran na lave bara na lave bara without any waste of time in a flash in a flash what happens in a flash he says kakha khoj pare jo koi one who engages in the quest it's a quest khoj a seeking khoj pare jo koi jo khoja so bahur na hoi the one who is on this quest is actually on the road to freedom bahur meaning you're not going to repeat your mistakes over and over again you're not going to remain limited or bound by whatever it is that binds you freedom liberation from these constraints so you're on that road khoj bujje jo kare bichara so there is bujje this is discernment this is a matter of unraveling a mystery jo kare bichara how do you do it bichara contemplative reflection then you develop discernment and then kabir says to bhavjal tarat nalave bara bhavjal the ocean of life the ocean of fear to swim across nalave bara without wastage of any time So this is a metaphor for liberation that happens in an instant. So the reflection on these two passages we find that Kabir speaks to us in cryptic aphorisms 
And it is then left to us, learners, sick, the six. We have to delve into the layers of meaning that are captured in Gurbani. Gurbani is really textual provocation for the mind. It provokes the mind into thinking. And so we have to be provoked and we have to delve into the layers of meanings and then we have to complete the thought process by making meaning for ourselves. So we are making, so this quest is about self-discovery. And this is what the authors of the Guru Granth Sahib were masters at. They created new vocabularies from the old. And so we should take that as a cue that there are no ready-made answers in Gurbat. We have to build a new language. We have to invent metaphors more suited to our own times. This is truly, truly a do-it-yourself effort. So don't look to be spoon-fed in this business. You have to work at it. And so Kabirji in these passages has spoken about the spiritual quest. And in order and the spiritual quest is about establishing a very intimate relationship with our own core, with our being. It is like a spelunker, someone who dives into a cave. So we have to also take a deep dive into the inner cave, the ghat of our solitude, the heart. So it is a solitary quest, but at the same time, permanently anchored in Sangha, because you can't go solo, you will start hallucinating like mountaineers do. But again, spelunking, diving into caves can be scary, especially for those who are claustrophobic. Solitariness can be frightening, and it is to most of us. The French philosopher Montaigne put it very succinctly saying, solitariness haunts us with fear of boredom and loss of social reward. The idea that I'm missing out on some action out there if I don't engage socially. So like Kabir, we are assured by Montaigne that this inner quieting is what is needed because that is really fertile compost for self-realization. That is the basis for creativity. And that is how you shape the mind into the mold of the creator. On that note, Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.